This podcast is brought to you by Slow Tide. Slow Tide, our company, they took a mundane but essential uh, everyday product, uh, a towel, um, so something that we use every day, and they've turned it into uh, something cool, something you like looking at, a piece of art. So Slow Tide work with artists, brands, and photographers to bring amazing designs onto their products. Uh, not only towels, they also have now applied this same logic to blankets, um, perfect for the winter. Those of you that have listened to the podcast and know me will know I love sitting and watching a film or TV. I ask every guest to recommend me some something good to watch. Um, and especially in the UK at the moment, it's pretty cold. Most of that watching is done under a blanket. Uh, most importantly, though, uh, Slow Tide are committed to sustainability. Um, all of their cotton products are responsibly sourced through the Cotton Leads program, and their polyester products are made from 100% recycled post-consumer waste, usually plastic bottles. So you know that by buying one of these products, you're also not affecting the environment. Uh, check them out at, at Slow Tide Europe on Instagram for more information. I'll be posting a fair bit about them on my Instagram as well, at the After Hours Lounge. Um, huge thank you to Slow Tide for supporting the podcast, um, and thank you to you guys for getting through this advert. And now, on with the show. Hello friends, welcome back to the next episode of the After Hours Lounge. My name is Sandy, I am your host, uh, and I'm really pleased about this episode. Um, it's one of those funny things where you kind of stumble across a, a piece of content on social media and you sort of watch it and it really resonates with you and you go, fuck, I, I'd really like to have a conversation with that person. Um, and that's something that I really like about having this podcast now is that I kind of have a reason to message that person and say, shall we have a conversation? Um, and that's exactly what's happened um, in this case. This guy is uh, sort of up and coming on TikTok, um, all that stuff. I'm far too old to know about now, although he completely disagrees with me. Um, but yeah, really, really pleased to be joined uh, by Parsa, is it Nani? Is that your surname? Yeah, Parsa Nani, yeah, that's Parsa it. Nani uh, and, and good to be joined by a fellow Scotsman as well. Um, so yeah, Parsa, thank you so much for coming on, mate. No worries at all, mate. No worries. Thanks for having us. No, no, it's really cool. As I, as I said, so, you know, a little bit of um, background of how I found it. You know, uh, those of you regular listeners will know I did an episode last summer with a guy called Cami, um, Cami Sale, who uh, is a, another Scotsman. He unfortunately had a, a really bad car accident and suffered a lot of mental health issues since then. Um, you know, tried to unfortunately um, kill himself and all that sort of stuff. But but then, you know, he's had a bit of a redemption story, went went down to meet Tyson Fury, all that stuff. And it was, it was really awesome. Um, and he shared your your video. You put up a long IGT video, uh, yeah. basically blasting a load of people that have been, that <laughs> yeah. have just been, you know, th there's a lot of stigma around mental health in men. And, and a lot of the stuff you said really, really resonated with me. So basically I was like, fuck, I've got, I've got to get this guy on and, and have a conversation about it. <laughs> Um, so, you know, as you said, you know, you've got a reasonable following, but some of my followers may not be aware of, of who you are. So can you just give it, and we've never met either. So um, a bit of, a bit of history of kind of who you are and, and what you do. Yeah, fair. So, um, so my name's kind of Parsonani. Um, I'm currently 20 years old, uh, turned 21 next week, um, kind of, kind of born in Iran, moved over to kind of the UK when I was about two years old and um, lived in Glasgow near enough my whole life and um, been up in Aberdeen the past few years. Um, for uni, where I'm a third year medical student, so um, it's getting grim, it's getting grim, but you know, it's yeah. one of those you kind of tell yourself it's going to be worth it kind of thing. <laughs> so, and kind of um, over the years, kind of the kind of a big backbone through my life had always been kind of been the gym and fitness, and that's kind of um, I just kind of used to post you know, fitness content, and just kind of help people out, and kind of inadvertently kind of grew a following from there. And then, kind of, I used to kind of make music and mix and stuff as well, and then again, kind of grew a following on. Spotify, SoundCloud and kind of things like that. So it's just kind of like, I kind of found things I enjoyed doing and just yeah. kind of grew a falling off that, you know, it wasn't, you know, I'm going out to try get famous kind of thing or like, I wouldn't say I'm even famous kind of thing, but it, the following just kind of happened just by doing what I, what I love kind yeah. of thing and what, what, what I kind of like about it. You know, it's not like none of this is kind of forced kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think generally that's when usually most people that do well have a bigger following or, you know, 
do go, go out become become famous or you know do are successful shall we say yeah, most yeah, of them important. most of the time i've found it happens not because they want to be famous they become famous as a byproduct of being really fucking good and passionate about whatever it is exactly exactly and you know uh, i think that's really important you know it's one of the kind of most important things in life is to find you know just even one thing that you are passionate about kind of keep you yeah. going and then you know just kind of having that idea that you know everything else will fall into place i'll just kind of work on my craft get really good at this that the money or whatever that comes with it will kind of come with it kind of thing you don't yeah. just kind of fall in love with doing what you do kind of thing but um yeah man just fucking glad to be here and glad to have a wee sit down chat no no exactly mate it's yeah i think and that's you know again regular listeners will know that's that's a huge thing that i advocate as well like i mean you, you will know but i i basically spent the last 10 years traveling the world windsurfing and oh, and, and now now i've built my you know, I basically I built my life around being able to continue going windsurfing whenever I want. You know, whenever the wind's good and it's all I can go because I think yeah. having having a passion like that, especially you, you know, third year medical student, I assume you're going to go on and be- become a doctor and stuff. But you need you need something else. You need, you need that escape, can I? <laughs> yeah, you need it. You know, part you can't. I think a lot of people as well. They their whole identity becomes their job. You know, you're like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm parcel, I'm a doctor, and it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, cool. But what what else do you do? You know, it's yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely hear that. Yeah. And it's um, it's it's yeah. It, I think it's really important. I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, especially in this day and age, because they they don't have you know, and in the UK or Scotland especially, it's like, oh, what, what do you like doing? And they're like drinking. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> Alcohol isn't a personality trait, you know. <laughs> I think it's kind of more difficult now, especially due to kind of COVID, because you know, um, think of all those people who would have kind of decided to kind of go off a hunch to you know go try pursue something that they yeah. love and obviously covid comes along and now it's like shit probably should have went for that job security kind of thing but it's just a curveball you know and, and you never know but at the end of the day you know covid could end up working out to your advantage kind of thing you know there has been stories come out of you know people setting up businesses through you know yeah um, and making you know millions that, that, that they previously wouldn't have made if it kind of wasn't for it so it's all about kind of turning any adversity that comes your way and kind of thinking, how can I make the most out of this? You know, without getting too selfish about it. Because obviously it is a pandemic, but at the end of the day, like it's happened, you know, all you can do is kind of how you react and how you kind of move forward and try better yourself from there kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, I've uh, a girl I know on, you know, you have these random people on Facebook that you've known for 10 years. You're like, why are we still friends? But yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a girl on there who, yeah, I worked with abroad many years ago, Gaynor, and she, she's worked, you know, I see on I see her on Facebook, and she's been like the manager of a you know like Toby Carvery restaurant. Oh, she's yeah, been yeah. she's been a manager of one of them for years. But because of the oh. pandemic, obviously she's been furloughed for ages, and right. she started this business called like Gigi's Kitchen, and she's you know right. got a premises, and she's doing like you know like Uber Eats kind of food. Right. Okay. Okay. And it looks like she's like smashing it. Yeah. Like, exactly. Smashing it. And it's like I wonder yeah. if you'd I wonder if you'd done you'd have done that and thought. Yeah. To, Thought like, oh, can I actually do this if you exactly. if this had happened? So, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think it, and it is bad to say it, and it is shit. You know, a lot of people have been, you know, really badly affected by this. But I, yeah. I do, I do think for some people, it's been a real awakening to like, yeah. I'm going to go and try this or whatever yeah. it is, and and people are succeeding, which is, yeah. which is awesome yeah. to see. I know, and like, unfortunately for some people, it is, you know they have to kind of hit rock bottom for them to kind of think, right, well, I've got nothing to lose. I may as well try it, yeah. you know, rather than kind of doing that five years ago, you know, when you have, you're probably in a better place to do it, but you're just like, oh, but then what will he or she think if I, you know, quit my job and kind of set up an Uber Eats from home when I'm doing perfectly well as a manager kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So it is one of those things. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I, I hate to hate to think what it's been like as a third year med student for the last year. That must be pretty stressful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, like, most of our stuff has been online, which is obviously not ideal because, you know, like, I feel like, especially well, the way I learn is kind of more practically, you know, in yeah. the wards, seeing patients, talking to them, kind of seeing things in person. And then, obviously, we haven't really been able to do that. They kind of have been reserving those placements for, you know, the kind of higher use that mm-hmm. kind of need it for the kind of experience for kind of graduating and moving on into, you know, them, their jobs and stuff for the following year. So most of our stuff is just going to be moved straight online, which yeah. um, it, it, it's been challenging to kind of say the least. But um, to be honest, like before um, COVID even happened, I was just one of those people that did just learn better in a room by myself. Like, I, you know, like I can't learn in a lecture. Like my, my mind just goes off. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm doing the next day, what I'm having for dinner, 
And it's just like at the end of it, I'm like, well, what was the point of me, me, me even coming in kind of thing, you know? So yeah. I think everyone's kind of different in that sense. But yeah, it's, it's been challenging, um, to say the least, just kind of looking forward to some normality to kind of um, come back, um, so to speak. But, you know, kind of see what happens, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't I don't envy. Well, I don't envy you in that position. <laughs> it must be difficult. I, I did a podcast recently with a guy called Ben West. Um, who's doing a lot of stuff for students in the UK and the universities being more accountable for mental health specifically, but yeah, just being a student in general at the moment. Yeah. That's a whole, that's a whole other conversation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's um, difficult. And to be fair, hats off to, you know, the, the university of Aberdeen, like um, the kind of support that they've given the students is like, you know, nothing I've seen any other. Oh, that's um, cool. Universities kind of be, be able to do, you know, they, they are very kind of um, understanding of kind, of kind of, you know, mental health problems and, you know, yeah. Um, I think it was a few years ago, I had to take a year out due to kind of mental health problems. And it was just the most supportive thing throughout the whole kind of process of, you know, taking a year out and coming back. There wasn't any judgment to kind of be like, oh, do you actually want to do the course? Or you just kind of have, you know, it wasn't any of that. It was like, yeah. we completely understand your situation. Go have your time off. We'll contact you again when the year's kind of coming to an end. And then we'll see if you're kind of ready, ready to come back kind of thing. And again, it's kind of like regular checkups since then, kind of make sure... You're doing okay and you know you, you kind of tell that they do care about their students which kind of obviously as a kind of a relief knowing that you kind of looked after yeah yeah that's cool unique, unique kind of thing you know yeah because i know there's yeah i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of universities out there that are yeah. definitely not 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 providing that level so that's good uh that's exactly. that's good that they're doing that so the the big reason i got you on was you you posted this video uh yeah. on on instagram tv just talking about how these kind of well, well i mean we'll get into the double standards a bit later on but kind of just talking about men's mental health and kind of specifically from your side of view of like you guys posting uh videos on tiktok and stuff now i'm not i'm not on tiktok i'm not familiar with it i i work i work in social media i i help businesses and all that stuff but generally a lot of, you know the kind of businesses i work with and all that stuff don't don't use tiktok so i'm not i'm, I'm not on it my girlfriend fucking loves it but she <laughs> she doesn't post she just like watches videos content yeah um but, but a lot of the stuff was was talking about you guys posting videos on TikTok and, and all that stuff. Can you can you kind of go into it, that a little bit and then what happened and, and where why you got to that point where you were like, right, I, I need to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So essentially the, the kind of premise of the video was there was this kind of like trend where, you know, you would, you would show your friend group and then there was a song playing and it was like, sing along if you find them attractive. Right. And again, like, I fully understand I'm a grown man kind of thing. You know, <laughs> like, why are you still doing this? But the kind of reason that we do it is it's because it's a trend, it will blow up and it yeah. will kind of like increase our social reach. So we don't do it to, you know, have 13-year-old girls singing along to try get, you know, pure like fangirls kind of thing. We do it just for that great exposure of getting more followers in so we can yeah. either lead them on to like our other content, like either about mental health or, you know, just kind of grow a kind of bigger page from there. So, mm. you know... We, we fully understand that some of the stuff we post is questionable. You know, we, we do yeah. look at it and we do cringe ourselves. But <laughs> we do kind of see the bigger picture of like what we're trying to do and what we're trying to achieve kind of thing. So essentially that video was posted. And then um, like, I, I, it was like a good few girls that directed it and they just kind of sat through, through the whole video and just not sung. So essentially just saying that, you know, they didn't find any of us attractive, which is absolutely yeah. fine. Do you know what I mean, everyone has a type, everyone has a preference. But then I was just kind of like, you know, well, if you don't find it attractive, then what is the whole outcome of trying to make that video? Like, what are you trying to achieve there kind of thing? Do you know what I mean? And then, obviously, that kind of, those videos would just get a load of comments under it from, like, other girls being like, oh, yeah, girl, you tell them, you've absolutely humbled them there. And there's, oh, right. like, a load of other, just absolutely everyone just rinsing us in the comments kind of thing. Which, again, it was kind of like... um a given but it was just kind of like right you know there was kind of no need for it you know and again kind of starting with the double standards kind of thing like if it was the flip side of things there was a group of girls and like a guy had kind of made the video and kind of not sung along like you know he would get crucified in the comments yeah. by guys and girls being like what are you doing what's the point in this kind of thing but anyway we were like yeah whatever we'll take it in the trend but you know some of the comments just kind of got a wee bit out of hand and you know it was people commenting and um, saying like um I would have to cover my drink if I was around these guys or oh, I would right, yeah. these guys with my drink. And it was just like, right, you, you've literally just taken one look at one photo from each of us and you've just decided in your head, like, these just look like a bunch of rapists. 
And I was just like, that just kind of did not kind of sit well with me kind of thing. Because yeah. again, it like, it's the double standards of the flip side of things where, again, I do not condone this kind of thinking. I think the only people that, you know, cause rape is obviously rapists, you know. Yeah, yeah. No second kind of thoughts about there, but it's like looking at a girl and what she's wearing and saying, oh, well, maybe she was asking for it. You know, it's the same kind of context of yeah. looking at a photo and, take, and making a judgment about it. And, you know, it's, it's just kind of that whole kind of, what that kind of started that just kind of set me off and it was like this is kind of quite out of hand and it's that idea that you know I think as a man I don't think there's any worse insult that you can be called you know and there's no word that would resemble the same kind of weight if you would like to call a female something you know if you were to call a woman like a rapist it wouldn't have that same yeah yeah you know, no no you know, it's not regarding the same you know you, you hear about it in the news women raping men and people often make jokes about it and they kind of laugh and you know it's, it's not that same kind of seriousness as if it was the other way around you know so again yeah cause just as i was saying that there's no worse thing you can call a man like you know I, i've been the victim of like racial abuse in my life and again mm. none of that compares to someone looking at me and saying you look like a rapist you know i, right. I don't think you get kind of any worse than that so that's kind of when i was like right i kind of need to make a video just so people kind of think twice that like yeah fair enough you've kind of made the joke um and to be a joke or whatever but you don't have any idea of what that what those words could kind of do for that person you know because imagine going around thinking like well shit do I actually look like this is that what people think of me kind of thing yeah. and yeah it, it was just kind of like um because it was mainly girls that were kind of commenting kind of stuff and again it will be the same girls that will you know be shouting about body positivity and you know lifting their sisters up and whatever kind of thing and um yeah it was just a kind of post to kind of be like think twice about what you're saying and even though, you know, we are kind of like confident guys and we might not take it to heart, but how was anyone else meant to know that kind of thing, you know? Mm. And it's that whole kind of instance that like that girl that made the video in the first place, even though she didn't play that big a part, if she hadn't made that video, then all those comments wouldn't have followed. And the same kind of goes when, you know, someone else is getting, you know, um, which, which, what happens to kind of Love Island people online mm. where, and you know, it led to a few of the contestants and, you know, that the host taking their own life was there was a load of memes put online you know and fair enough um and yes and obviously all those comments everything that was posted about them everything that was shared would have originated because of the people who made the memes in the first place if that kind of makes sense mm. you know if people hadn't taken time out of their day to make that initial step then it wouldn't have got shared there wouldn't have been more comments there wouldn't have just been fuel added to the fire essentially so I'll just to kind of clear up and just to kind of give everyone just a wee just a wee kind of warning, kind of wake up call that you know you you, don't, you shouldn't really wait until someone takes their own life for you to be nice on the internet again. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because that's always the case. You know, if something happens and everyone kind of goes into be nice mode, on it, yeah, and then fucking three weeks later they completely forget and it's just kind of back to like absolutely turn turn each other apart online. But um, yeah, that, that was the kind of main premise of why I put the kind of video up, and you know, it did kind of reach quite a lot of people when I did get you know a good response from both boys and girls being like, yeah, completely fair enough. Like mm. uh, it's completely bang out kind of thing. So it was kind of good to see that other people um, kind of understood the message and it wasn't just me who kind of felt this way kind of thing. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's actually weirdly not something I've necessarily talked about on the podcast as much, but I completely, I can completely see where you're coming from, you know, especially with the, the double standards. And that's, that's interesting for you um, coming from a, uh, an, an ethnic background and you what you what you said there were actually you know the the racial slurs are nothing compared to it and oh, the only yeah. the, the big thing i can compare it to is you know the the four guys recently who've been getting like you know the guys who went and i am birmingham that's yeah. that's they, they, they've they've been talking a lot about it as well you know just because they and I, i'm dude i hold my hands up i looked to them and like i was like yeah you know they're fucking <laughs> you know they look they look they look the part don't they yeah, not, exactly. not not rapist they, but they look you know they look like those like fuck boys don't they yeah, out on the yeah, town exactly. and you know and they they do look like it and fair play to them they fully turned it around and took it on the chin and they're like right we're going to capitalize on this which is yeah. epic um yeah, yeah. but it's difficult but like the it's funny isn't it because i reckon there's probably for you know there's probably a few people out there even listening to this maybe that are probably thinking well you know if you don't if you don't want to get bad comments and all this don't post in the first place but then if, if everyone thought about like life like that then everyone should just never leave their house you know <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's 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 a difficult thing, and I'm you know especially older people I reckon probably look at TikTok especially and they're like, what the fuck is this? Why are they doing all this? But it's exactly. like, 
Well, you know, what did you do when you were young for fun? Like, I'm sure it was fun. You boys making that video was probably a laugh. You're like, oh, yeah, this exactly. is great, you know. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's just good crack with your mates. So I think it's, it is annoying. And, and there are a lot of these double standards, especially at the moment where there is so much out there. And, it, and it's amazing. And it is good. And this is not me taking anything away from it. You know, I, I have a girlfriend. I have a mom. I have girls who are, are friends. And it's amazing that they feel empowered. And there's so much you know, positivity in, in women and getting women to finally feel confident and all this stuff. And yeah. I think the, the stigmas there are starting to go, you know, girls, doesn't matter what shape girls are now, they're running around the beach in tiny little stringers and you're like, yeah, yeah. Fucking, fair, fucking fair play, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, do it. Yeah, like do do whatever you want to do. And, and I, I think that is happening. But I think for men, that is still... We're still we're still a few miles behind, and oh, I guess yeah. maybe the the stigma isn't there in the first place because women generally are you know sexualized or whatever a lot more. But yeah, you know you look at like like my girlfriend's got a subscription to Cosmo, and there's you know all these body body positivity issues and all this stuff. But you yeah. look at men's health, fitness, whatever. I know you're a very in shape dude, but you like you look at that and like there's there's not been a guy without a six pack on the cover of that magazine yeah. ever. You know, Absolutely, yeah. You know, so that 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 isn't quite there yet, but but it's not even necessarily the the looking the looks part of it. They immediately just the the assumption that was offensive was about your personalities, and it's like, yeah. you know, what what the fuck? <laughs> and it's so easy to do in this day and age, social media and stuff. It's so easy to just like slap a label and be like, right, he's he's a fuck boy. He's a he's a sto- <laughs> he's a stoner. He's yeah. just a gym junkie. He's you know, and it is so easy. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 impossible. I mean, you know, just before we we hit record as well, like we were we were talking about, and and those that listen to the podcast regularly will know, like me uh, over the I I shaved I buzzed my hair two years ago because I was like it's getting thin. I I'm not going to be that guy with a fucking comb over. <laughs> yeah, so I was like I, I buzzed my hair a couple of years ago, and actually actually it's fine. I and mean, it's this short, you can't really tell, but Absolutely. it's still it's still something that I really struggle with, and yeah. it's still something that you see a lot of like girls just rinsing yeah, you know? yeah. and all oh, oh, good and it's like if i walked up to you and said something about your tummy or your bum <laughs> or or whatever yeah it, like you said it would be uproar it would be yeah. absolute uproar yeah, yeah. you know no, you'd no, be no. you'd be demonized you'd be you will you know you'd be kicked off tiktok you no one would ever yeah hear you yeah. again but you know i i compared it to i mean i don't i don't watch the f1 uh, but i'm obviously very aware of who they are but sebastian vettel there was this big thing the other week of he's just signed and he was getting a test in his new car. You know, this guy's like worth fucking probably hundreds of millions, like one of the most successful men in the world, top of his game. And yeah. all everyone was focusing on was, fuck, oh, what's, where's his hair gone? <laughs> like, you know, come on, mate. Well, and literally, I, I scrolled through the comments because I just thought I'd have a look because I saw there was yeah. a lab Bible article about it or something. But and, and, and there were so many, you know, girls and all that. Oh, he's, you know, butter's ugly now and he's this and he's that. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is this? Do you know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> it's, it, is one of the, it is one of those things, um, I think. And, dude, it's such, a, it's such a touchy subject, isn't it? Because, girl, I feel like women have worked so hard to get to this point where they're at now. Of like the, I think a lot of girls... Like I saw Maya Jama put something up the other day about being like, fuck you for making fun of me for being like, telling me to calm down. It's like, I'm finally at a place where I'm confident. Now you're telling me to calm down. And I, I couldn't agree more. It's like, yeah, you know, be, be confident. You don't need to calm down. Do you? Yeah. I think, I think it needs to go both ways, mate. It needs to go oh, both 100%, ways. 100%. Because I think it's kind of got to that point where, you know, they've kind of built up the kind of body positivity from their side so much that they kind of think that now they're untouchable no one can say anything about them and now they can judge everyone else kind of thing. And the kind of example of what can put into play is like, you will see loads of, you know, tech talks or even just anywhere, you know, that of women posting like, oh, I, I, I wouldn't date a guy who's under six foot. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. a guy posts like, right, well, I'm not going to date a girl over 150 pounds. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the, the uproar you would get for that. Yeah. And the kind of, a kind of big argument I've seen for body positivity online, which I, I, I thoroughly agree with. It's like, that body positivity should only be about things that you can't change about your appearance. So whether yeah. that be scars, you know, uh, stretch marks, kind of things like that, you know, everything else. Like if you're unhappy about your weight or the way you look, like do something about it, you know, no, no one's going to call you fat for looking that way, you know, but if you are unhappy with how you look, 
you know, be conscious of it and make an effort to look better. Otherwise, you know, if someone makes a broad fat joke, then and you get then you can't get offended by it. If that kind of makes sense, yeah. I don't know if I'm kind of wording that right, you know. But <laughs> if it's just like, yeah, just kind of, uh, if you are unhappy about something, you can you need to make a change. Otherwise, you know, you, you can't be um, offended by it, you know. Yeah. Well, I think I think I think a lot of it and this comes in there and, and by the way, you know, for b- before if anyone, you know, before everyone comes after us, like this isn't us generalizing and say that every girl does this. It's not a us oh, and them no. thing. It's, and it goes both ways. Like, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. hundred percent. But like, you know, all we're doing is talking about one aspect of a, a massive issue. But the big the big thing that you you said there, actually, that I think is super important is a lot of people focus on things that they can't change. Yeah, you know, a lot of people yeah. they make fun of girls' bums on Instagram because they've got they've got a couple of stretch marks. It's like, well, I can't fucking get rid of them, yeah. can I? Like, I yeah, sure. If I had a spare twenty grand in the bank, I might be able to fix my hair. But yeah. like, even even then, why should I? You know, yeah, exactly. why, why should I? There's nothing I can do. If a guy's five foot five, there's nothing he can do about it. Exactly. So. exactly. And it's funny, like like I, I'm only like I think five eight. I think that was yeah. kind of like I wouldn't even say something I was insecure about, but just something I was like, you know, conscious about that, you know, I'm kind of not the tallest. And, you know, it's one of the like common comments I get, you know, like the first time I meet someone like, oh, I-, I thought you'd be so much taller. Like you look much taller in your pics. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know. And then, you know, again, I spent a kind of while always kind of being like, oh, what can I wish I was taller kind of thing. But then you just can, you, c- you come to the realization that, you know, there's nothing that I can do about it. You know, the only thing that I can do is just accept it, be happy with it and just kind of like, you know, change other things in my life that that, that I'm un, that I'm unhappy about that kind of within my control kind of thing. You yeah. know, and it's just kind of that um, process of kind of falling in love with kind of who you are, and that again is exactly what you know all the boys and that they were posting that video have done. You know, people just saw us being confident, and I think it just kind of reflected the kind of insecurities that they might have themselves, and that's why they kind of take it upon themselves to try you know knock someone else down who's like who they can see is confident just because they, they're kind of jealous that they don't have the same confidence yeah. themselves. Because otherwise, I, you know, I don't see any other reason why you would kind of go after someone online kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Again, it's a weird one because, you know, you want everyone to be confident and body confident, but as soon as they are, then, oh, they're confident and they're too cocky. And yeah. They, they, think they're, they think that they're shit kind of thing. Definitely, yeah. There's And, and again, there's, you know, there is, there is, and... <laughs> It's tough. There is a fine line between confidence and arrogance, isn't there? Yeah. You know, and it there often often I think those lines do get blurred, especially in a big group of boys and everyone's trying to be an alpha. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, and I think that sometimes that line gets blurred. And sometimes people, unfortunately, especially on social media, do take things the wrong way, don't they? They will view something and they go, This guy's just an arrogant prick, or this girl's just, you know, being an arrogant, arrogant prick. But actually. You don't you don't know the journey they've been on to get to the point where they're ready. You know, say it might be like a picture of, you know, you without your shirt on or, you yeah. know, a girl in a girl in a little bikini that she's never worn in public in her life. Yeah. You might look at it and go, fucking who is this person? But actually, that might be a year, a year of their life, a year of their life to get to that point where they're like, I'm finally ready to, exactly. to post this picture. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it, um, so, so, sorry, I'm going to cut you off there. No, no, go, go, go. But, um, again, I, I feel like the main reason why, you know, a lot of boys get stick, especially ones that are in shape, is just because of that, you know, you think of the classic gym douche kind of thing of yeah. the guy who's ripped and he's in shape and he's just an absolute cunt. And that's kind of <laughs> what everyone sees whenever they see a guy who's in shape. And it's funny because you could literally speak to nine or ten guys who are in shape and they will all come from the similar background of, being really out of shape and being bullied to the point where they kind of wanted to kind of make a difference with their life to then get into shape. And most of those guys will be the nicest people that you will ever meet because they are fully aware of what words, what impact words can have in someone's life kind of thing, you know? And literally any of those boys, if you go check all their channels, they all talk about mental health, all talk about body positivity, all the kind of nicest boys you will ever meet. None of them are like cocky. Everyone's just kind of doing their own thing successful in their own way you know and yeah. people just kind of look at just one photo and they just kind of make that one split second judgment and they've kind of already made their mind up of what that person is going to be like yeah yeah 100 percent. well i mean like you know please you know don't be offended but it's easy to look at your own at your instagram and stuff you know it could be yeah, yeah. 
it could be easy to look at your one, like your one, you know, for anyone who doesn't follow Parsets, it's a lot of, a lot of six pack photos. <laughs> you're, you're, you work out a lot more than me, but you know, you know, you, um, it's a lot of photos like that. And it would be easy to, it would be very easy to make, make an assumption. Again, that's the reason why I love doing this podcast and all this stuff. Cause you actually get to, it's not like an Instagram video or anything where you, you get five minutes of someone at the very most, you know, exactly, exactly. You, can, you can actually talk to someone, but as well, like that comparing thing you touched on a minute ago, like, obviously I look at you and I'm like, Oh fuck, like, he's got, he's got a full <laughs> head of hair. Like I'm jealous of that, you know, all this. But then again, like I'm, I'm six three, six four, you know. Exactly. So I'm sure you, you know you or whatever would probably look and go, "Fuck, I wish I was that tall." Exactly. You know, that's it. exactly. That's it. You, there's always, there's always gonna, and I say this an awful lot as well. So I'm sorry if people are bored of it, but it's important. But there's, you, there's always gonna be something that someone else has that you don't. Exactly. But you don't know what that other person wants. They might be like, exactly. "Oh, I just, I just wish." And I, I've got a friend, one of my best mates in the world, Sam, and when we were well growing up when we were like your your sort of age yeah. we we both had like beautiful blonde hair we both worked out in greece you know like surfing oh, yeah. and stuff like that. so we're both both out there and people used to mistake us for each other and then he's obviously kept his beautiful hair and mine's yeah. like started to go but he's he's five foot seven you know and i'm yeah. and so you know we're, we're we both you know there is a thing there you know of like i wish you know i'll give you can have a bit of my height i'll have a bit of your hair yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just you just don't know what other people are yeah, well, there's the classic quote, isn't there? Everyone's fighting a battle you don't know about. Um, exactly, exactly. And I think, yeah, it's it's unfortunately, you know, things like social media, TikTok, things like that. You you get like that much. You get a snapshot into what someone's life is is actually like. Yeah, and I think it's a shame because you know a lot of people use social media as a means to compare in a negative way. You know that they will kind of look at someone and be like, "Oh, he's in shape." Like, fuck, I feel bad about myself now. Instead of looking at that and being like, oh, this guy's so in shape, that's really inspiring. That's what I want to look like, you know? Mm. And that's the kind of mindset that I always had on social media, that mm. that's what kind of influenced me to kind of get into the gym. We're seeing all these guys that were in shape, and I was like, that looks insane. That, that, that That's what I want to look like. Yeah. And you know, that is the kind of main premise of why I post, you know, the, the photos of the six packs and the working out. It's to kind of inspire people to kind of get up and train to kind of be like look if i did this you can kind of do it too it's not in a sense of kind of being like look at me like going off yeah yeah that this is me like i'm better than you kind of thing you know it is literally out of a place of you know this is what you can look like if you just put in the work you know and again social media is it's just a kind of nasty place in that sense of you know and it's not like I, i'm kind of i'm still guilty for it as well you know i will see someone who is you know tall belt and you know has kind of everything and you're like <laughs> yeah, yeah. fair play dude like you know you think you've got it going for you but again you just kind of have to use it as a means of you know just being inspired to kind of be like fair enough and just kind of commend people for what they're doing instead of seeing that and think i'm gonna go comment on his photo saying you look like a big douche <laughs> Do yeah. you know what I mean? so yeah. it's, it's it's um it, it's a weird one and i've always had a kind of had that you know love hate relationship with social media so you know, people might look at my socials and think I spend a lot of time on my phone. And, you know, it's the complete opposite. Like, I like to spend as little time on my phone every single day as possible. Like, I, I fucking hate social media. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> use it if I didn't have to. But I, I generally just use it to try kind of help out as many people as I can, you know, whether that be through the kind of online coaching service I provide, just posting free content, posting my music to kind of, you know, um, <laughs> help people through their Saturday night or whatever kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, if kind of all my social media accounts would get deleted tomorrow or, like, all the kind of servers would get taken down and social media was not to be a thing anymore, I would not lose a blink of sleep over it. Do you know what I mean? It, it kind of yeah. wouldn't affect me in that way, you know? And um, I think as a generation, we have be become kind of so addicted to it, you know, and you, you, you look at people's screen times of, like, 14 hours a day and you're like, you know, how do you have time for it? Like, breathing and sleeping and eating yeah, like yeah. You know, how do you how do you do other things but um yeah it's kind of good to just kind of have that detachment from it and just kind of be able to understand that everything you see online 99 percent of the time isn't going to be real yeah. you know and just that, that one split second photo that you see of someone's day is not representative of the day they've had or the life that they're having you know it's so easy to smell for a photo and then go and kind of sit in bed and kind of you know being a pure depressed mood all day not eat, not sleep, but everyone thinks you're having the best time of your life because you post a photo smiling kind of thing. Yeah. So 
it's a dangerous place, man. It's a dangerous place, but um, you know, it's kind of um, yeah, and it's something we're not kind of really trained how to use. You know, there should be something in school where they kind of oh, 100%. give some education and you know how to use it, how to handle bullying and hate things like that. But yeah, you're just kind of thrown in the deep end, and it's just kind of like learn for yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think like the, the first sort of things you were saying there, I think is is something really, really important to, to take away. And that's the actual the actual mindset in which you approach using social media. And I think there's there's kind of two ways you can go at it. I mean, we've already kind of talked on it, but like you can either go at it from a motivation point of view of I want to find accounts and people and stuff that I look at that make me feel good and make me oh, I can learn learn essentially yeah. that's a, a huge thing my girlfriend does on TikTok and she finds she's like I'm learning shit yeah. people <laughs> posting all this this is a person who lives in lives in Greenland and this is what their day looks like or this yeah. is you know yeah. this is them. <laughs> yeah exactly even you know silly things like that um yeah. or motivational like you said I mean fit, fitness is a huge one I don't know if you know who, who uh, there's a guy called James Smith who yeah. Yeah. I, I I follow and like my my friends my friends randomly you know hung out with him in Australia a few times but I yeah. is the way he looks at life I think is really cool and he yeah. he does a lot of the fitness stuff and and kind of you know no bullshit and all that stuff and I you know I don't I, I do a lot of like water sports and a lot of sport and stuff but I'm I'm not and I do lift weights now because it's winter and I'm not going in the water and there's nothing else to yeah. do and I want to keep fit but yeah. um it's not my thing at all yeah um, but. Yeah. I think for a lot of people and so many people, I think it's, it's great. And it's, you can look at it. One thing like, you know, obviously having a look at your social is there's, there's people, influencers, whatever, who put up pictures of them standing on a beach with a six pack, but they're offering, they offer no value. That's purely there from a, this is aesthetically pleasing for people to look at. It's designed for people to hit double tap. Exactly. That's the one. Whereas your one, pretty much every picture of you in a six pack, you're, you're standing in a gym for a start. Yeah. And, and usually the, the caption underneath isn't, oh, Dubai or, you know, something like that. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm, you know, this is this is what I did. Or here's, or you know, you swipe across and here's here's the workout I did today, yeah. you know. So I think providing an actual piece of value on top of uh, an aesthetically pleasing image is what sep- really separates it. And I think social media is, it's turning, you know. Yeah. That is what, you know, even the algorithm, uh, algorithms and things like that they're that's what they're pushing now they want to hear a story or a, a narrative or a, something of value rather than just this is me tensing on a beach exactly, yeah. exactly yeah that's it and um that's kind of how i kind of built my you know personal brand on instagram without even meaning to build a personal brand you know i like i don't know how to build a personal brand <laughs> yeah, yeah. happen kind of thing but you know because i always get people you know asking me like you know how did you do it like how did you grow and you know just kind of looking back the main things was just kind of be yourself you know and kind of don't be scared to show your personality online because everyone kind of wants to be like that kind of james smith kind of you know yeah but they don't want to make the the videos of them talking and showing personality so it's like how do you expect to get there without doing all the kind of steps in between yeah so and again it's weird because like um for like especially for making youtube videos and stuff you kind of have to be a little bit more over the top throwing your hands everywhere speaking like a little bit more kind of to get people engaged more than you would you know in a normal conversation but again that is just because no one wants to listen to someone just sitting there saying you know right you know so today we're going to be doing yeah. you know, you'd fall asleep kind of thing you know yeah. you need that like that personality that charisma to come through and that's what kind of grips people in and yeah. obviously people are kind of scared to take it to that level because they know they, they will get stick for it, you know? Yeah. And it was weird because when I first started my YouTube, I thought I'd get a lot more, um, you know, abuse for it than I did. And it, it was actually a lot more positive than, you know, people kind of um, having negative things to say. So again, a lot of the times it will be in your head, you know, when you think, oh, um, yeah. uh, you know, oh, I'm going to do this. What's everyone going to think? You know, and you always think the worst. And then when you actually do it, you're like, oh, fuck, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, uh, maybe it was the same for you starting your podcast. I don't, I don't yeah. know how you felt for starting it and kind of how it went kind of thing. Yeah, no, I do. It was, it was exactly the same. I mean, it was a really nerve wracking moment because the, the first episode especially was like just me by myself for 20 minutes. I did an intro yeah. and I just, I sat there and I cracked open a beer and I just sat and I looked, I looked at GarageBand just like recording and I just talked. I talked yeah. about, 
once I finished it and I listened back and I was like, oh, fuck, I was like, that actually sounds pretty good. I kind of got into a bit of a rhythm, but the, the real nerve-wracking thing was uploading it, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I sort of uploaded it and said, you know, this is what I want to do. And for me as well, it it had come off the back of, I'd like, the worst year of my life, basically. And I, I, I started it December 2019, um, and it was September 2019. I changed my entire life. I changed everything, the whole way I worked, like yeah. I, you know, I quit my job. I became yeah. self-employed. Everything, um, and I was like, I'm just going to try and do this. And it came off the back of that. So obviously, I was really nervous as well. Yeah. Um, with that, but yeah, like like you said, like the response was unbelievable. And I think it just came from me being like, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to be yeah. honest. And I'm just going to be me, and I'm just going to tell, tell, kind of tell a, you know, just kind of tell tell my story and try and get others. And ultimately, mate, if you're doing something good generally people are going to think it's good regardless of you know regardless and as long as you have a passion for it as well if you were just doing if you were just posting fitness videos so that you could become the next james smith yeah everyone would you'd have been sniffed out by now yeah Yeah, exactly people see right through that kind of stuff well you've also you need you need to you need to also keep the passion to keep it running like it doesn't happen overnight i know you you said you know tiktok actually can happen overnight but yeah. if you if you post one thing go viral get thirty thousand followers and then you post nothing for the next six months you're gonna yeah. lose them yeah you're you know, gonna stop. yeah <laughs> you know you, you need to it, it's a lot of work like you know yeah. i'm recording this podcast today i'm recording another one tomorrow and another one on thursday i've yeah. got two i've got one to edit to come out on wednesday i've got the instagram that i'm now trying to post every day on as well like you, yeah. you have to have That's a passion for this you yeah. have to have a passion currently I mean, I've got a donation thing for the podcast, so I get a bit of money, but it's not, I'm not making a living from it. Exactly, exactly. That's it. You know, so you, you need, you need to have a passion from it. And people, there is a weird sense. People can smell it. People can be like, right, this, not only is this guy good at talking and all this, but he gives a shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's it, you know? And um, I think it's kind of hard to find that kind of like, um, those kind of raw people who do actually care about what they're doing rather than just kind of be in it just to kind of be, the, the next guy kind of yeah. doing, doing that thing, you know, to be the next best thing. Yeah. So it's kind of refreshing to see like other like-minded people who are actually doing what they enjoy doing because they enjoy it, you know, not because they're looking to get something out of it, you know, but they're doing what they enjoy and they're just kind of seeing what comes from it eventually, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I've always said I'm, I'm in this for the outcome, not the income, but well, yeah. a bit, a bit of income would be nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. We'll never <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but I, I saw this amazing, I mean, Again, going back to James Smith, I need to stop fucking talking about him. But, um, but he, you know, he put this thing up being like, it took me three years before I got my first. He got, yeah, three years before he got 3,000 followers. And then a year later, he had like 80,000. You know, it's, it's, it's exponential. You know, that, the, the, I mean, you'll know it as well. I mean, we, you know, we'll get on to your music in a minute as well. But those first few, you know, the first few podcast episodes I put out, you know, pe- some people listened. They were like, oh, cool. But it's only now you know, nearly a year and a half later that it's starting to really like, oh, you yeah, know, people are really starting to listen. You, it's, it's not a, it's not an overnight thing at all. No, no 100%. No, I'm trying to agree with that. But you, so again, you know, I can't remember if we, I said it before or after we hit record, but you're a man with, with many strings to your bow. Like I completely didn't realize, you know, you're a, you're a med student as well. So as you said, if someone switched it off, you still got your career. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, alongside you doing the TikTok stuff and all that, you've also, you know, you you have a shitload of plays on SoundCloud. Like I was on your SoundCloud yeah. earlier. You've got like you've got like a million streams on one song. Yeah, um, I, think I think I'm like around 17 million streams total uh, on like all, all tracks kind of thing. And then I think Spotify is like 200, 300,000 streams. But I only set that up kind of last January, I think it was. So yeah. that's just only starting to slowly build up kind of now. That's insane. Where um. Where did where did that come from? Is is music something you've always been always been passionate? What what came first as well? Was did the music come first or did the the kind of social media and you messing around on that come first? Um, I can't like the, the I kind of always had a kind of passion for music kind of thing kind of going yeah. up, you know. Like I'd spend hours and hours every single day trying to find new songs, and yeah. you know I, I was always that guy that was trusted uh, with the aux cable at yeah. all, <laughs> all through high school, you know, all, all through uni. The second we walk into the room, my friends are like, right, disconnect from your speaker, parses connecting kind of thing. Yeah. So um, I was always kind of the music man kind of thing. Yeah. And then I always kind of was interested in kind of getting into kind of making my own songs and stuff. So that kind of started around 2015. 
Right. Then I think in the year of 2015, I got 96 total streams throughout the whole year. <laughs> and then in 2015, no, then 2016, I think it was like 3 million streams. Wow. Uh, the, the, the year after, you know. So um, that was kind of when it all kind of took off. And, you know, SoundCloud's kind of dying off a bit now. It was kind of more of a thing kind of back then. Everyone's right. kind of on Spotify now, which is a shame. But, um, yeah, so th- that's kind of how everything picked up, you know. And, again, it was just making music because I enjoyed making music, you know. Yeah. I- I'd-, I'd make remixes because I'd listen to a song and I'd be like, okay, that sounds cool, but I'd rather it sound like this instead. So yeah. I'd just go and make my own version of it Sick. and upload it just in case other people wanted to listen to it kind of thing, you know. And, um, yeah, that's kind of where it stemmed from. And then uh, I kind of got into the producing side a bit and then got into the kind of DJing as well. So... Um, had a few gigs before lockdown. Was meant to be playing um, at SWG Three in Glasgow um, on the Easter Bank Holiday weekend, opening for um, one of the boys on Patrick Toppin's record label. But obviously, because of COVID, that keep, just keeps getting pushed back. But um, hopefully, you know, the, the day's getting rearranged, so it is going to happen. We're just going to yeah. wait for that, for that to happen. But um, yeah, music's just been one of those weird ones which kind of like took off as well. You know, it wasn't um, like a big grind for like four or five years of no one listening but again i think that did just kind of stem from having a large social following to begin with so you so, already had the following then yeah so i think yeah. it was like oh, i don't even know maybe seven eight thousand followers okay. uh, on instagram so it was kind of easy enough to kind of push yeah yeah that's good following yeah 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 and then um i kind of was friends with a load of people on soundcloud that had ten thousand fifteen thousand followers so right. on soundcloud you have the option to repost a song which okay. is the equivalent of like a retweet on Twitter kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's going to be easier to grow um, compared to Spotify. But um, yeah, it was just kind of the summer of, you know, 2016 was like for a kind of, uh, I don't want to say my generation, because that's going to make you seem fucking old as fuck. But like for people my age, the kind of summer of 2016, that was that was a summer of everyone in fields steaming all summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best summer of your life kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So th- th- that was the kind of year where everyone was out listening to music. So I think that's the year why, everything kind of took off you know but um yeah uh, it, it was a weird one but i'm kind of um glad that i kind of got into it early enough and i'm kind of able to just kind of play a bit with it now you know as yeah like another hobby another escape for me to just kind of sit down and mess with, with music there's something yeah there's there's a lot of stuff out there about summer 2016 isn't there everyone ev- there's loads of memes being like oh i wish it was summer 2016 <laughs> and all the weird weird thing for me as well dude like i like summer 2016 like so i worked a lot of seasons abroad uh, yeah. teaching windsurfing and all that stuff and summer yeah. 2016 was the best season for me yeah <laughs> that's like, right. it was just yeah. one of those years for everyone i think yeah dude everyone like you know it was yeah it was one of the like there was uh, like, all my mates were out there i, I met the girl i'm with now like yeah. we're still together oh, i met i met her that year like it was i I, met, I just remember 2016 being like one of the best years of my life it's yeah. so weird that that's yeah, <laughs> yeah it's that's such fun. a universal thing that that was a good yeah. year <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, that's class. That's class. But um, yeah. So like, uh, is that kind of something you always grew up with the windsurfing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I say yeah. Like, so I, I weirdly, I know you're in Aberdeen. I grew up in a place called Nairn. So just um along the along towards Inverness. Well, okay. Um, so not really. I didn't. I didn't do it until I was eighteen. I moved to I moved to Australia when I was eighteen. Um, right. Everyone else went to uni, and I was like, "I'm not going to uni." Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I I saved up and went went to Australia um, and became a did this like zero to hero course basically. Right. Uh, so six weeks, and they teach you to be a, a windsurfing instructor. And then I got a job in in Greece off that, and then basically just did every summer in Greece and every winter somewhere. Like I lived in Egypt, I lived in Cape Town, I lived in Brazil. Um, just did that every winter until. 2018 and then I came back and settled in the UK and then got a job and then I quit my job in 2019 and now I'm self-employed and I do a podcast mate yeah, and, uh, fair enough, fair yeah. Enough. no it's good but um with the with the with the music and stuff then like are you is that something that you you'd like to kind of turn into a career or are you is it is like like you said just before we before we went on to me for a little bit is it yeah. um, <laughs> is it is it very much like, is it something really fun for you and a hobby? Like, do you not want to turn it into a career? Or if that came about, would you be like, oh, maybe I'll do this instead? Yeah, no. So again, it's one of those things that it's like, it's there, you know, and I'm kind of quite an open-minded person in the sense that, you know, I kind of, um, I would never say that, you know, this is what my life is going to be like. This is where I'm going to be in 10 years. You know, I obviously have a rough idea of where I want to be, what I want to be doing, but 
you know, it's still very moldable to, you know, kind of see whatever happens, you know, and just at the end of the day, just kind of do whatever I feel would kind of be the, what, what, what would bring me the most happiness kind of thing. Mm. So it's kind of not something that I'm, I'm going to say kind of putting all my effort and energy into to kind of be like, you know, I, I will be the next Tiesto kind of thing, but yeah. if it kind of happens and, you know, uh, it blows up because music's a weird one. You know, it's one of those where if you get one song that does take off, then that that's you sorted kind of thing, you know, yeah. it, it, it is, you know, you can just kind of live off that. But um, yeah, so just kind of steady producing music till that happens. And then if that day comes, you know, we'll kind of, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's such a good attitude to have. I think a lot of, you know, a lot of people, I mean, myself included, like I put all my eggs in one basket. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, don't they? Of like, because then if, you know, if that basket breaks, if something goes wrong, yeah. that's when, you know, as you said, you, you can really hit rock bottom. And a lot of people, you know, unfortunately, you know, I, I hate, I don't want to talk about COVID too much, but yeah. I think it's it's definitely happened a lot in the last year. You know, all these people suddenly, and as I said, a lot of people tie their identity to their job and things. And then yeah. suddenly they end up sitting there going, who, who the fuck am I? Yeah, exactly. like, who, yeah. Who am I? And what, what do I do? And especially, as you said, if you've got things like social media and stuff and you're looking at all these other people who seem to be fine and, oh, loving lockdown or oh, I'm, I'm uh, wherever or I'm doing this. And it's like, what, what, who am I? Like, you, there's uh, no wonder that people's mental health is plummeting, you know? Uh, um, yeah. It's difficult. So I, I think, I think there's a lot to be, a lot to be said for the way you, the way you're living life of like, you know, I'll, I'll do a bit of this and I'll do a bit of that. <laughs> And I think, I think it's a really good thing. And I know, you know, for me, obviously, um, I've always had like the windsurfing and that, and that's a huge part of my identity that now isn't tied to my job. But now yeah. I've got the podcast as well. Um, you know, it's, I think it, the podcast has definitely helped, really helped me throughout the last year, having like a, a kind of project or something to do that that's could it. that could could go really well. And, you know, yeah, that's it. but I, I think it's, I think it's really important. I think a lot of people can take, um, take something away from that of you know there to, ha to have those options is good yeah um, well, i think good. more than that is kind of you kind of need something in your life kind of like this kind of like like for, for, for me it's kind of my youtube that i do for you can be the podcast where you know you're taking your time you know watching one less netflix episode a day and kind of investing it into something positive something which you can kind of add value yeah um, to someone else's life and you, you'll kind of especially when you hear the feedback from other people when they kind of say they've watched your content and they really enjoyed it or it helped them through like a rough time or something. And then you're like, okay, fuck, well, I, I, this is why I do this, you know? Yeah. It gives you that reassurance, like, I should keep going at this and kind of help as many people as I can. But, you know, it's just a shame that, you know, some people just either don't, I mean, I wouldn't even say don't have the time. I mean, I feel like everyone's got the time if they kind of yeah. want to, you know? I don't know if it's just unmotivated or lazy, so to speak. But um, yeah, it's just um, if you listen to this, you need to find something where you can kind of add value into someone into other people's lives, and you kind of see a massive like positive impact in your own life. You know, it's kind of yeah. what you put out is what you get back, kind of thing. Hundred percent. And I think like I always feel bad for saying this, but I really shouldn't because you know it doesn't matter. But like, makes you feel fucking good as well, doesn't it? When you oh, get God. that message of someone going, oh. Uh, I really, I really loved your, uh, I really loved your, your content about um, like shoulder workout. I really loved it. I did the workout and I, you know, I did it, started doing it and I'm seeing results and I, you know, I fucking love it yeah. or, you know, anything or like that TikTok video you posted the other day made me absolutely crease up, you know, things, <laughs> exactly. things like that. You know, for, for me, it's, I get, you know, I'm, I'm at the point now I'm getting a few messages a week. People going, I love the podcast and it's, it's really helping me and all this. And yeah, it's, 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 it's wild. <laughs> It's so it's so nice to to see, and it you know maybe it's selfish, but it makes no, you feel good, doesn't it? And you know it's kind of weird because like you know with the kind of platform and the kind of trust that I've built with my followers over the kind of past few years, like you know I, I just get random people messaging me asking me for like life advice or like relationship advice. Yeah, and there was a kind of point where I think it was two weeks ago there was a boy that kind of reached out saying that you know he, he kind of he was spiraling down a kind of wrong path. He was about to do something really stupid. He was like, do you have five minutes just to FaceTime me kind of thing? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Kind of jumped on with him. Just kind of still in contact with him. Speak That's to cool. him like once a week, FaceTime for five minutes, see how he's getting on kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, you know, people just, people are quick to just, again, see that one photo and just think, oh, he's just a gym, gym douche that kind of thinks about himself. But they kind of don't see the kind of bigger picture of what we're trying to achieve and what we're actually kind of doing behind the doors kind of thing, you know? Yeah. 100%, mate. No, that's, yeah. 
that's awesome. I think it, you're right. It goes goes both ways. You always you always feel better buying someone for something for someone else than you do for yourself, don't you? You know, if you buy something, you you intrinsically feel feel really good. But I think that's yeah, that's a very a very very uh, sort of valuable message to to kind of start to wrap up on is is that if if you can. It, to be honest, if you're feeling shit and things like that, it doesn't even need to find, you don't even need to give value to others at the moment. Something that you can find value in yourself first, you know, if yeah. you can, you know, whether it's going for a run or something like that, and then you get to a point where you go, oh, well, I'm going to start a blog about my running or an Instagram or a whatever, or, you know, things like that. If you can find a, a passion that you can, that's nothing to do with your career that you can put a couple hours a week into. Um, I think that's really important. And yeah. I mean, you know, you, you going back to what we talk, talked about at the beginning, I'm a huge advocate of don't read the fucking comments. Don't yeah. read the comments. <laughs> you know, that's that's one of the one of the big things. And, you know, that's kind of well, I mean, you're yeah, from from your video and stuff. But yeah, the video you put on TikTok, like yeah. I know, like I listen to a lot. I don't know if you listen to uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, but he he yeah. talks about a lot as well. He's like, I'll put the podcast up, I'll put something up. And then I'll fucking leave it. And he's like, yeah, I'll never look at it. You know, <laughs> that's it, that's it. if you if you are putting stuff out, there's always going to be someone out there that's going to want to say, oh, you know, that's shit or this is shit or yeah, yeah, there's always going to be a, a hater or something like that. Yeah, that's um, it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do, whether it's, you know, something you enjoy doing or something you hate doing just to try and impress other people. Always going to be someone to say something about it, you know, so may as well just kind of take the win and just do what you enjoy doing. And yeah. just accept that people are going to talk shit about it, but just be happy with the fact that you know yeah. you, 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 you're doing the right thing for you, kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. That's a that's a nice place to finish up. But just before, I've got a couple of uh, sort of quick fire questions that I that I always ask, Parson. Oh, yeah. Um. So if you, I mean, obviously we're in COVID. I was asking this question before COVID, but it's even more important now. Um. If you click your fingers right now, where's your where's your happy place? Where are you? Oh. That's a bit right. So let's oh like Bali and a big kind of villa with like friends and family. Beautiful. That's nice, mate. That's nice. I've had like some people like give a, a location. They're like, I want to be there. I want the sun on my face. And then other people are like, oh, just with my friends and family. And I'm like, oh, well, you just made me look shit. But <laughs> that's, that's good, mate. You you killed two birds with one stone there. <laughs> have you have you been to Bali before? No, but it's like top of the list as soon as kind of COVID kind of settles down a bit. Have you been? Nah, I've got like so so many of my friends. Like I've got one of my close mates, Ollie. He spends like most winter. You know, he'll go there for like three months and just hang yeah. out. And like it looks, it looks epic, mate. It looks yeah. epic. It's a good place to be if you're kind of surfer kind of thing. You wow, well, yeah. It's just like so it's so cheap and like you know, there's all the like. Well, I mean, we won't talk keep keep you for too long, but like started last year before COVID, I got into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu as well, and like. Yeah. It's amazing out there. There's so many MMA gyms and all oh, that yeah, stuff yeah. as well. So, yeah, and there's good good food as well, which is what we like. Um, <laughs> um, obviously, we're in lockdown. We're stuck. I know you're you're a busy man. You know, as we've as we've just discussed. But are you a are you a movie man? Are you a Netflix man? Hit me with some. What's what have you been watching? Do you do you watch much or are you? Yeah. You so like um, like how I met your mother. That's like something I would watch <laughs> just yeah. on repeat. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Uh, love about two and a half men as well. Yeah. Very good pack. Um, love Prison Break, Money Heist, but um, yeah, I can say that's my um go-to's and Crazy Stupid Love as well. That's like a rom-com. I don't know if you've seen that with Steve Carell yeah. and uh, right, yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I, I do enjoy that. That's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I love um, yeah. There's there's yeah, there's a lot of a lot of guilty pleasures out there, isn't there? <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of um I think it's one of those times as well, isn't it, where the gilly pleasures have to come out, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, no one want, no one wants to be watching like something too hard hitting at the moment. Exactly, exactly. You sort of be light laugh and then just kind of go to bed afterwards. <laughs> exactly, mate, exactly. And then uh, finally, this is a fairly new question I've been asking, and I'm I'm still not sure if I like it, but I've had a few people say this they think it's a really good idea. Um who who should I who should I chat to on the podcast next? Have you got anyone anyone in mind that you think would be a good conversation? Um, Kaz Mulligan would be a good one. You can get him on. What's his name? Kaz Mulligan. Kaz Milligan. Kaz Milligan. Why? What? Who's he? So he's kind of he's one of the boys that was in the video. He's a kind of same kind of thing influencer who stays out in Edinburgh, and he kind of has his own clothing brand. 
and he gets a lot of stick on Twitter, but he knows exactly what he's doing to kind of elicit that response just to be able to kind of build his own kind of clothing brand off it. Right. Which, uh, so he's like, he's, he's a, like, he's a secret genius. Like, see, he's <laughs> getting marketing down to a T. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing. But, um, yeah, and uh-huh. his kind of mindset is kind of very good as well. And, again, I think he's just someone who's really misunderstood um, on the internet just because, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if you know him, then when you see the stuff you post, it's like an inside joke kind of thing. You kind of, you find it funny, but then to other people it kind of comes across as like maybe arrogant or, or a bit too cocky. But again, kind of like, I can say with like hand on heart, one of the kind of nicest guys you'll ever meet, absolute heart of gold, wouldn't do anyone any wrong kind of thing. So um, yeah, he, he, he'd definitely be a good chat if you get him on. Nice, mate. Nice. Cool. Well, we'll uh, we'll sort of finish up there. Um, Parsa, thank you very much for coming on. How do we? Where where can we find you uh, on on social media? Oh, I think I froze a bit. Uh, yeah, so um, just my Instagram. I think every, every, everything kind of on my YouTube music and all that will be kind of linked through that anyway. Um, so my Instagram is P A R S A N X N I. So if you just kind of type that in, then I should fire up. Beautiful, beautiful, cool. All right then, guys. We are definitely give Parsa a follow. He's doing good bits. Um, and then you can also follow me on at the After Hours Lounge as well. I don't have as many followers as Parsa, but I'm still doing good stuff, I promise. Um, yeah, guys, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Parsa, for coming on. And we will good see time. you for the next episode.